Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. In Genesis chapter 3, uh, we see the fall of humankind from the perfection of God in the Garden of Eden. Now, in this chapter of Scripture, uh, we see uh, the world uh, become uh, what it is outside of the perfection with which it was created. Uh, when Adam sinned against God, all of creation under Adam's care became corrupt, was, was, was cursed, and it remains cursed from God until Genesis 8, when God says, I will no longer curse the ground on account of man, right? Uh, so we have this, this timeline from, from Genesis chapter 3, the end of Genesis chapter 3, to Genesis chapter 8, where the earth is cursed, and then the, the physical curse, the material curse is lifted in Genesis chapter 8, but the spiritual curse is not. The spiritual curse is still something I believe that persists on until today, which is why we still sin against God, right? So God comes, he walks through the garden. I believe this is Jesus walking through the garden, and he has this conversation with the man, Adam. Hey, who told you to eat from that tree? Um, did you eat from the tree that, that, that I didn't instruct you to, to eat from? In fact, that I commanded you not to eat from. And Adam blames the woman immediately. The woman you put here with me, God, she gave some to me and I ate. God turns to the woman. He doesn't chastise the man after that. He turns to the woman who told you you could eat from the tree and she blames it on the serpent, right? And the serpent, he told me that I could eat from the tree, that I surely wouldn't die. It's his fault. It's the serpent's fault. And so, uh, God curses the serpent. He's the most cursed uh, beast, most cursed of the cattle. Now he receives the worst of the punishment. Uh, the woman receives uh, a little more pain in childbearing. And one of the consequences, I think a natural consequence, is that her desire would, would now be for her husband. There are a couple different ways that is interpreted. And I don't have to get into that for the, for the purpose of looking at the distinctions between men and women, looking at biblical manhood and womanhood. And uh, to the man, he says, the ground is cursed because of you. It is cursed through you. You will toil, you will work, you will sweat. And by the sweat of your face, you will have to eat from the earth, provide for your family. So we see a couple different things, some distinctions here between men and women. First in the responsibility, right? God places the crux of responsibility for original sin upon Adam, who is the man. Remember, Adam was created. Man was created to be the representative of God, the picture of God upon the earth, the picture of God in relationship to his creation on the earth. The woman was created to be the picture of creation in relationship to God on the earth, especially in this relationship she has 
with her husband. So she, she receives the, the lightest form of discipline, right? And Adam receives the heavier uh, heavier discipline and the serpent gets the worst of it because uh, he is the one who ultimately tempted Eve and introduced humanity to, to sin. And so uh, we see that distinction, right? Um, the man did not redeem his wife like God would redeem humanity. Uh, the husband did not lead his wife like God leads his people and is sovereign over his creation. Instead, he followed his wife, which is why the New Testament makes such a big deal about Adam following his wife into sin. We see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, right? We see that in 1 First, First Timothy. Um, so there's the distinction. We see that. We saw that in chapter 2. The woman is to be the object of redemption, creation. Uh, we as people, we don't try to lead God Instead, God leads us, but Adam failed to lead his wife. Instead, Eve led her husband into sin, and her husband let that happen instead of redeeming her. And then we see God come down, and we see God issue a, a curse. We call it a curse, but I think there's more blessing than curse actually present in this passage of Scripture in Genesis chapter 3. Now, you read through the text, and God takes the legs from the serpent. The serpent is cursed. There's no blessing for the serpent whatsoever. He will eat dust. And then for the woman, the woman is promised that her descendants, her seed, will crush the head of the serpent. Ultimately, the woman's descendants, humanity, the living ones, they will have spiritual victory. They will have physical victory over the tempter, over the serpent. That's a great promise in the text. Even though she was faithless, God is faithful. God here does what Adam should have done. He restores Eve. And to Adam, he gives a responsibility to toil over the earth, to work by the sweat of his face for food, for provisions, to provide for his family, which is a responsibility placed upon men in a post-Genesis 3 world, where everything has gone wrong from our perspective, not from God's. Like, this didn't catch God off guard, right? All knowledge. Uh, he's the one who sovereignly, sovereignly plans. Like, he's working this together for a purpose. He's the one who works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So everything has gone completely wrong from our perspective. Now the earth is in a fallen condition, and men are given the responsibility to work and to toil to provide, right? And women are still the suitable helper. This isn't a prohibition placed upon women uh, saying, hey, you can't do what men can do. No, the text doesn't do that, but it does place direct responsibility upon the man as discipline for not carrying over the earth like he should have instead for delving into sin and bringing a curse upon the ground for leaving the provision of God spiritually. And now physically, God has to expel people from the garden so they don't take also from the tree of life and eat from the tree of life. Now, Adam, he, he gets it. He says, okay, uh, I, I'm convicted now. I'm going to name my wife. So now, now he's going to give his wife an, a name. 
which he should have already done, right? Eve, because she is the mother of the living. And there is the promise. And, and from this mother of the living motif, seed of the woman motif, we have the rest of human history and God working in human history, yes, to bring glory to himself, but also to make people victorious upon the earth despite their sin, despite their rebellion. So as men of God, our responsibility is to lead the earth in that direction, the direction of redemption, to lead our wives, to lead our families, to lead our churches, to lead our societies. And women then are still this the object of redemption, uh, women are still the suitable helper for men, so there aren't any prohibitions on them. In fact, if they are suitable helpers and they are encouraged to, to do uh, some of the types of things that men uh, get to do, uh, but because of the, the curse and because of the, the discipline of God, men now carry the weight of labor upon the earth and, the, and they carry the weight of leadership upon the earth. And God has, has built men to be able to do this and to do it well uh, when we are not lazy in doing it. And he has built uh, women uh, to be uh, some of the best supporters in that and to do many of those things as, as well. Um, so we see quite a few distinctions here in Genesis chapter 3. And, and these distinctions help us to know why in the New Testament, the New Testament authors uh, seem to be very complementarian in their theology and in the church structure that they provide for the church and in the home structure that they provide for the home. And, and even uh, when we get to uh, chapters of, uh, of the Bible, like Proverbs 31, when Solomon is recording the wise words of his mom, uh, why he places men where he does and why he places women where he does. It's not just cultural stuff. Everything in the Bible following this comes from Genesis 1 through 3. And we see the, the distinctions here, but we also see the, the reason for the distinctions and the purpose for the distinctions moving forward in human history. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save